This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, Bachelor Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour. I am here with my lovely co-host, Serena. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Joe. How's it going, Joe? Good. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. You know what's coming up? Our second wedding. Our second wedding. You picked up the wedding rings today. I did. We picked up our wedding bands. We had a fun call with Wells the other day to go over our ceremony, start talking about our vows. It's all coming together. Yeah. I made a joke about eternity. Like, are we going to actually take this into eternity if there is an eternity? Yes, he did make a joke. Joe's trying to figure out where the line is of like marriage. Like, okay, so like we're married today, we're married tomorrow, we're married till the end of our lives. But like if eternity exists, like are we married in eternity? And the answer is yes, we are. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I will say this. And I joke around about the wedding ring. Yes. My wedding ring. Like, I don't want to wear a ring, but I, you know, I joke like that. I will say, I don't know if I I put on the ring and I don't know if I could wear a ring. I'm but not you, a ring guy. I'm not a jewelry guy. Look, most men, I would say, 
a lot of men, maybe not most, but a lot of men don't wear jewelry until they get married. Like my dad has never put a piece of jewelry on his body except for his wedding ring. But like you get used to it and you like your ring. You were excited about it when we got it. I like it. I think it's a very pretty ring and I think it looks good. I just, it's like, oh no, now I got something else on my body. Else opposed to what? Like clothes? Like clothes and now a ring? No, I'm pro-nudist. No, 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 no. Just to clarify, Joe is not pro-nudist. Okay, so um, something that has been requested, um, we used to do it on my old podcast, Clickbait, was Bachelor Nation Breakdown. And for um, all you guys listening, it's basically just, uh, you know, a rundown of what's going on with past alums. So we're going to start bringing that back at the top of these episodes. And if you don't like it, then yeah, DM us and be like, yeah, stop doing that. And then, well, you know, if we get enough DMs, then we'll probably stop. <laughs> uh, first, first uh, headline, which is, in my opinion, the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Gabby Wendy, she was part of The Bachelorette. Gabby and Rachel, I'm sure you all know who she is. Um, she just announced that she is in a new relationship with a woman. She did. She went on The View, I believe it was, and did a sit-down chat. Um, I guess that there has been speculation for a while. She posted an Instagram story saying that people have been curious about her dating life and what's been happening. Um, And yeah, she announced that she's dating Robbie Hoffman, who I believe is a comedian slash writer slash comedy writer. And they're a beautiful couple. We're super happy and supportive of Gabby. Makes sense she's with a comedian. Gabby's very... Gabby is someone who's naturally funny. Yes, she's incredibly witty. We actually were, we went paintballing with her like a month ago and she's just a very comedic person naturally. Terrible paintballer though, so. (laughs) That's okay. That's a skill people can live without. Gabby is not, yeah, cannot paintball. You you know what? I wasn't any good either. None of us were. No, that was a a fun day. Uh, But yeah, good for Gabby. If she's happy, we're happy and we wish her the best on our new relationship, yeah? Absolutely. What else we got? Um, Amanda Stanton's pregnant. Yes, Amanda Stanton. Amanda Stanton. Yeah, I knew that. That one I knew for sure. Uh, Amanda, she has two daughters already. You know, she's pregnant with third. She has two daughters um, with, yes, she has two daughters and now she is pregnant with um, her third baby with her new husband. And super exciting. They just had their wedding and now they've got a new baby on the way. I'm sure her daughters are excited to have another sibling and yeah. Her daughters are really cute. They, she makes beautiful, beautiful babies. So she should absolutely continuing to, she should continue to reproduce as much as possible. Keep going, Amanda. Okay. And then we also have another ex-bachelorette. Claire Crawley is having a baby girl. Yes. She announced that she was having a baby via surrogate a few weeks back. And now that we know that it's a little girl, we're so excited for her. I feel like she'll be a good girl mom. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. Happy for Claire. Uh, And then we do have one hard launch. Um, He was the host of another Bachelor podcast, uh, Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. And Mike came on clickbait. uh, I want to say it it was probably like close to three months ago. And he had told us after the podcast. He might have said it on the podcast that he was... um, in a relationship and was really like serious about it. And you can tell he was all giddy and everything. So I was really trying to press him on who it was. And he just posted her on Instagram. Yes. But I don't believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he tagged her, I like showed her, her or showed her face. Yeah, or show her face. Yes, Mike. And if you're listening to this, you got to give us more details because this is now our business and we would like to know. <laughs> 
it was such a tease. I was like, I want to stalk this girl. Who is she? I mean, she looks beautiful from the back. I'm sure she's equally stunning from the front, but he's keeping it very private and low key, which I feel like that is kind of his style. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's a Mike thing to do. Yeah. Well. But very, very happy for Mike Johnson, for Gabby, for Amanda, for Claire. This was all such great news this week. Lots to be happy and excited about in Bachelor Nation. Yes. Just remember, uh, Bachelor Nation Breakdown, you can always get it here first. So hit that subscribe button whenever you feel like it. Okay, it's time. My favorite episode of the season, Fantasy Suites. I love Fantasy Suites. Yeah. I feel like it just picks up so quick after Hometown's going into Fantasy Suites. And you're just, it's three episodes of nonstop juiciness, love, drama, all the good stuff. And they're in Fiji. So we got a beautiful location. How far is Fiji from New York? It's not close. It's not close? Because it looks really beautiful and I kind of want to go now. Yeah, I mean, I would. I don't know exactly. I could be wrong. I would say it's probably one of those things that will take a day to get to. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of similar to like Bali. It may even be further. I feel like you're not correct. Really? You want to bet? No, bet I, some tickets I don't want to bet. I just feel like you're throwing it like you're throwing stuff at the wall right now. Like, I don't think you really know. Well, that's that's most of my life is just throwing stuff at should a wall. Should I search it <laughs> But I will say, I bet, you, I bet you you cannot get there from New York in under 22 hours. Okay. How far is Fiji from New York by plane? Oh, 15 hours and 30 minutes. Ah, well, yeah, I guess That's far. That's yeah. really far. But I mean... Looks beautiful. Looks worth it. Looks worth the trip. I was going to say maybe we should change our honeymoon to Fiji for the 17th honeymoon switch. Don't start. But I, I have booked this honeymoon to perfect. It is perfect. Yeah. I, I, I have all dinner reservations already booked. I got all the hotels booked. I got most of the transportation booked. I couldn't have done a better job. Yeah. We won't be Patting changing. myself. We won't be changing our honeymoon. It's locked in. It's all set. So Fiji will have to wait to another time. Okay. So let's get into it. Um, Xavier is up first. Yes. Um, The date starts off, you know, fine. Yeah. I mean, they're on a beautiful beach in Fiji. They're doing some ceremonial traditions. Yeah. It seems like that they're both enjoying and connecting on. I think the sexual attractions there, I think they have chemistry. Um, at this point, I don't see any reason why Xavier would not make it to the fantasy suite. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like, yeah, there's no red flags. I feel like we rarely see it where people go to a fantasy suite date and don't make it into the fantasy suite. Like, I think if the lead is bringing you into fantasy suite week, there's a good chance they are like at least like 90% sure that they want to take you to the fantasy suite. And the day of date. Oh, you disagree with that? I do disagree with that. I feel like, I feel like there's been a decent amount of seasons where only the top two end up making it. Yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to think back to the past season. I mean, I'm like, going back to Zach my... had all three women, which we know for certain, go to the fantasy suite. Did he? Clayton had all three women oh, go to the yeah. fantasy suite. Yeah. Um, Rachel and Gabby was an unconventional season, so they had like differing numbers, I believe. 
All right. You know what? Disregard that I said that then. Let's just keep going. Okay. Um, that was rough. Okay. Anyway, so, let's skip to the dinner portion. Yeah, Day portion gets, was good. It was this solid. This is when it gets exciting. Um, Xavier now opens up, which is not easy because he made a mistake in the past and he had to come clean on that he had cheated on his ex. Yes. Which we all know that's Charity's biggest fear. She was cheated on in the past. Also has been saying the entire season that Xavier reminded her of her ex. Yeah, the stars could not have aligned less in this situation. Like for her to say all season, he reminds me of my ex, have this fear of his readiness to commit to her, this uncertainty with Xavier. Now I feel like after home trips, they finally reached a point where she's like really kind of leaning into this relationship wholeheartedly. And then him to say, yeah, by the way, I cheated on my ex. I mean, she had a really like intense story of being with her ex on and off for six years and being cheated on. I believe it was multiple times. Like this is a serious topic for her and like not a great time to be bringing it up. Not that there's ever really a good time to bring this up on the show, but like. Yes, that's, that's where I want to, that's where I want to talk, what I want to talk about because as a viewer, you know, it's easy to say you should have brought this up earlier. And yeah, he should have brought it up earlier. But being in that position, he was probably deathly afraid of bringing it up and her just automatically sending him home. Absolutely. And you get so little time with the lead on this show that I can imagine he was like, I don't want this to be like the first thing she learns about me. Like, I want her to get to know me for who I am and even see if there's like a mutual connection before I lay this out there. Yeah. I mean, he still could. I mean, I feel like he could have probably did it at the night portion of his one-on-one day. I think that would have been appropriate. Uh, because he was opening up then. So to drop it then, I I don't necessarily know if Charity would have sent him home from that. See, I don't know if she would have sent him home. I think that this would have been an issue really no matter what the timing because kind of the direction the conversation went, it just went downhill. Like it just felt like a snowball rolling down a hill, like picking up speed because she, I thought, was very calm about the whole thing. And I thought she handled it really well. Honestly, like regardless if if he would have told her earlier and she would have sent him home, like he could have got out of this. She was giving him out. Yeah. And he kept digging himself deeper. He kept saying, um, what do you say? If, um, if I choose, if you choose me and I choose you, it was like, Xavier, like, like just, just chill out. But he couldn't, he could not say, he could not give her the reassurance that he wouldn't cheat. No, he couldn't. And that's all she was looking for. She was like, okay, you know, you cheated in your past relationship. He told her he cheated on his ex-girlfriend multiple times over the course of five days on a boy's trip. Yeah. And she basically wanted to hear from him, like, I made a mistake. This is what I've done to, like, learn from that and make sure I don't do it again in the future. And I can sit here and tell you, like, I won't do it again. And I think that's really what she was looking to hear. And he could not give her that. But I don't think he believed that. I don't think he believes in himself. To be able to not do it again. And that's not to say Xavier is going to go out and like cheat on everyone he dates. I just think he lacks confidence in himself right now. 
I, but he kept well, saying, I don't, I don't like, if I go on a boy's trip, yeah. like, you know, there's temptation everywhere. Like, that is not what I want to hear. And if that's the truth, if that's genuinely how he feels, like, he is worried about giving into temptation, he is not ready. That's it. I was just going to say it's as simple as he's just not ready. Like, he's just not. He may want to be, but he's, he's clearly not. Um, and that was the thing. Like, he, he said, like, in his heart, I won't, in my heart, I won't cheat, but in my head, it's telling me, oh, it was just like, okay, like you, you just, you clearly aren't ready. He's been struggling with this the whole season. What did he say? He said it a few times. Oh, um, it's scary to think, think of just being with one woman. Yes. Yes. And it's okay to be scared, but I think his fear goes past just like the, you know, I'm ready for this, but the unknown is scary and committing to someone for the rest of your life can be scary. I think all the signs are pointing to he's not ready for this and that's okay but he definitely needed to go home the biggest line that he said that really stuck out to me was he kept saying i don't want to cheat on you i was like xavier that you like you can't say that it's i won't cheat on you and if it's i don't want to cheat on you but it doesn't like that doesn't mean he won't do it. Like he couldn't give her any certainty. He's just saving himself for the future for when he cheats. Like, I, and I cheated, but I told you before I didn't want to. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it, but something made me do it. Like, you know, but like he, we do have to give him a little a little bit of grace here because, I mean, he was honest. Like, no, I respect him for I think being she honest him for being honest because. He could have just, you know. He could have lied. He could have said, like, I'll never cheat on you again. I would never do it again. He could have not told her in the first place. Like, he definitely fully opened up and was completely honest with her. And every question she asked, I believe he was giving her an honest answer. And I do respect that. I just think when it comes down to it, he wasn't ready. Charity and him were not going to work out after that conversation. And there was really no other option than for him to go home. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So Xavier goes home, uh, which I think you is know, for the best. Definitely for the best for both of them. Um, because, yeah, doesn't seem like he was ready. And that's it. So Xavier's gone. Let's go to the next fantasy suite, Joey. Joey's here. He's ready. Now we see Joey kind of at the beginning uh, before he meets Charity Express that he's a little worried because last time he saw Charity, she was getting in a car and she was upset and he doesn't think that she gave him the real reason she was upset. Yeah. When she got in the car, she was saying, you know, I'm just really upset. I'm going to really miss you, which I'm sure was part of it. She really cares about him. You could tell they have a strong connection, but we saw that she had a really unsettling conversation with Joey's uncle. And I think that the conversation between Charity and Joey about that was the one that we've all been waiting for during this date. Yeah. And um, so we see Charity opens up, you know, we see in the interviews, she's extremely excited to see Joey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's which, bouncing up and down. Yeah. Which I wasn't, I, I don't know. I, I, I was not expecting that. I just think that you and I have had such like hard eyes for Dotton and her connection this whole season. And now it's coming out to me that like Dotton and Joey are neck and neck at this point. Like her connection with Joey has always been strong. But I think this episode, I'm like, whoa, it is actually way stronger than I think I realized. Um, you really, really saw it so evidently in this episode how much they like each other. So the the front end of their date, he uh, or Charity pulls up in an ATV, uh, kind of let Joey know who's going to be the boss in the bedroom. <laughs> she, she comes in strong. <laughs> Unfortunately, the ATV was a busted ATV because it kept breaking. Uh, and then they had to walk through the forest, which was, you know, Nice. Maybe they, they this swim. franchise loves an ATV date. I think there's always a four-wheeler date on every single season, including yeah. Paradise. Yeah, well, honestly, you know, when, when, when you think about it, like, how many data, I mean, how many date options really are there? You know, I like it. Televised? I think it's fun. I think it would be a fun date to be on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's always one, but I've never seen it break down before. So yeah breaks down but they have uh they do end up having that serious conversation by like a waterfall they talk about um joey's uncle and joey basically opens up like it's not that i'm a fake person but you know i come across very positive and, and i love that part of me but there is another part of me that sometimes turns it off and i'm not always you know this happy go lucky guy which we could all 
you know, understand. Like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm that way. Yeah. And I can relate to that as well as someone like I like to be a positive, nice, upbeat person. I would say that's who I am majority of the time. And I like that about myself. But then sometimes it makes it harder to be like, oh, let me just turn that side off and be a bummer today kind of thing. But I do think that Joey's uncle's concerns, because Joey openly said on the tennis court, you know, me now having to lead the date for the first time, my uncle showing up out of nowhere, like I felt uncomfortable. Like I didn't feel good. I felt thrown off. I felt a little out of my element. And that is probably what my uncle was picking up on. And it makes sense that maybe his uncle was attributing him being a little awkward to like, oh, if this is how he's been the whole season, this is not the real Joey. Yeah. But in reality, it was just that one moment he caught him kind of out of his element. I think Joey's been himself. He seems like a really authentic guy. I I don't have a lot of worries about that as a viewer. Yeah, I think he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not perfect. And it's like, yeah, no shit. I mean, there can only be one perfect Joe in this franchise and you got him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they go, but anyways, you can see Charity's happy. If, if that felt like a real genuine conversation and, um, they go to the night portion, the dinner, um, Joey tells her he loves her and Charity says it back. Okay. I wish I had filmed our reaction to that obviously I didn't because I didn't know it was coming but you and I like your face was just as shocked as my face yeah because we I don't know if we just been pushing this narrative amongst each other of like no one says I loved you till the very end to the last person which isn't true at all like there's been multiple seasons where that happens I just don't think I expected charity to do it because she took so long to express that she's falling in love with these people. And I feel like she just kind of got there and now she's dropping the I love yous. And I also just think that when you say I love you to multiple people on this show, it gets messy. It always does. It always makes it messier no matter what. So I don't know. I think I just didn't expect her to do that. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting it either, but it was entertaining and I enjoyed it. And they both are now in love they're in love like she was whipping out the i love you's left right and center in the morning after their date after their date they do the fantasy suites um i love you's happen and then when he leaves she cries so now i'm watching i'm like joey she joey's winning like we're not winning joey joey's ending up with her like this is it oh yeah like i've been like i've been like it's dotton for the past like five episodes. And now I'm like, I have literally it's no Joey. clue. I think it might be Joey. It was Dotton. And now we get to Dotton's date. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Where it's kind of like, oh, but okay, but then, you know, and it's because that date follows the Joey date, I feel like the beginning as a viewer felt a little more awkward than it actually was, but I think it was pretty smooth the whole time. And you can see Charity's really into Dot and, and he's really into her. He, I wrote down, he is um, too emotionally intelligent for me. <laughs> <laughs> Half the time he's talking, I'm like, at this point, I'm an only son. He's incredibly well-spoken yeah. and he's incredible at articulating how he's feeling. Yeah. Um, I didn't find it awkward necessarily. I just think that with Joey's daytime date, like they were doing an activity, they were walking, there was the waterfall. They had something like very specific to be talking about in regards to like his hometown with Charity and Dot and it just felt more of like a chill date yeah. where they were just like swimming. They were on this beautiful sandbar talking about their feelings. Like it was just a little more low-key. Um, but I couldn't believe it. When Dotton said, oh, I had no idea how the show ends. So I just, and if you haven't listened to our Dotton interview, you should go back and listen to it because it kind of explains he got on the show in kind of an interesting, fast turnaround way. So he doesn't really know what he was signing up for. And he asked one of the guys like, oh, how does this end? Like what happens at the end? And they were like, you get engaged. And he was like, oh, I'm down for that. Like, I'm in love with her. She's the person I watched my life with. Like I'm down to get engaged. And like that to me is so cool because you know, you know for a fact, like this guy didn't come on the show to like fake an engagement. He's not going to fake an engagement. He's not going to do it just because she wants to do it or he feels pressure to it. Like he genuinely is stoked about getting engaged to this girl after like two months. That just goes to show how much he loves her. I agree. He's. He, I think he. I think he is very much in love with her, and I think she 
loves him too. You think, uh, you know, yeah. we know she does. Yeah, because she does say it later on. We'll get to that. And he kept saying, this is, you know, this is a fairy tale. And um, yeah, so they leave the island and then they go to the date portion. And if you watched and saw them walking to dinner in the hallway, he kind of like pulls her to the side and like makes out with her and more of like an, uh, like a, like a sexy, aggressive, like, let's get it on type of way. And you like, I was like, Oh, she's into him. This, this is. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that part was such a standout to you. Well, that- <laughs> <laughs> Joe's like, Oh yeah, it was a great makeup. <laughs> well, no. Cause it was just like, you could just tell like, Oh, the, like, I, I don't know. Like sometimes the date you're like, is there like, there's chemistry, but are they, is there sexual chemistry? Yeah. There? And we see it in that hallway where like these two people are really into each other and you need that at the beginning of a relationship. Absolutely. No, they definitely have really good sexual chemistry. Yeah. So they have, um, they have dinner and yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the same, like, you know, like really into you. I'm really into you. Mm-hmm. And Dotton drops that. He loves her. And now I'm sitting back on my wall. Is she going to say it again? Does she love two people? And she does. She says it. She loves him. She's in love with two people. Yeah. And I could genuinely, I like, I honestly, at this point, I'm like, okay, two guys left. She loves them both. She's very happy with both of them. And they both love her. How are we going to do this? All I keep thinking. Rubble situation. A thruple situation? Hmm. Interesting. That would be a first. Yeah. No, I, I just, I'm like, I, I have no idea how this is going to go. So what I keep thinking is that the breakup with Xavier was obviously hard, but it was very evident that they weren't going to be able to end up together and probably a little bit easier to shut that door after the way the conversation went. Yeah. However, her com- her breakup with Aaron B at the rose ceremony after hometowns, she took it really hard. She yeah. definitely is going to, have a hard time with these breakups. Understandably so. What she's doing isn't easy. She's in love with two people. Her having to send one of them home in the finale is going to wreck her. Yeah. Like, it is going to squash her heart. I know. I know. I feel so, <laughs> like, great TV, my heart hurts for her just yeah. knowing what she's going to have to do. Yeah. it's good. It, I think that's going to be rough, but I think if there is an engagement at the end, like, the joy that comes from that will pull her out of it. And then the, the, the unlucky fella that, that gets uh, his heart broken, he's just going to be heartbroken. Um, okay. But we see um, Dotton. Uh, she also cries when Dotton leaves. So at this point now we're watching we're like Joey and Dotton, like you said, like, how is she going to do this? Like, how is she going um, to choose? And then that's it. We think the episode's over, but no, Aaron B's back. Now we we were joking before. We're like it's probably just gonna be Nehemiah. It was probably clickbait. I thought for sure it was gonna be Me Nehemiah. Too. Actually, no, I didn't. Who did you think it was? Gonna I be? thought it was. I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, originally we thought it was gonna be her ex. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought it was gonna be her ex. And then we were like, mm, I think it's gonna be Nehemiah because she seems kind of happy to see this person. Yeah. Which I wouldn't have been mad about Nehemiah, but Aaron B coming back is definitely a bigger twist yeah. than I expected. So Aaron B comes back, he goes up, tries to get her room number, and 
the hotel uh, receptionist is like, nah, we don't, we don't do that here. Which honestly, thank God. Yeah. Like you got to follow protocol. You got to protect people's privacy. Imagine she was just like, oh yeah, charities in room 801 down the hall. Yeah. No one's staying at that hotel again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Uh, so he goes, he ends up seeing charity. Now, I think, I think people are probably initially are like, Aaron, why did you come back? Why did you do this? Um, but they can't really have that opinion now because Charity's happy to see him. Oh, yeah. She's way happier than I thought she was going to be. I, I didn't think she was going to be upset, but I thought it would be a lot of like shock and anxiety. And she was like giddy. Yeah. I I feel like like when the lead lets go of the fourth and fifth person, you see them, you visibly see them upset. But I'm always like that they were pretty sure on their decision Mm -hmm. and I, and she was clearly very unsure. I think one of the worst things you can say in a breakup, and I'm not in any way like condemning charity for saying this. Like I think a lot of people say it and I think this was true when she said it, but I think it's hard to say, I don't know if I'm making the right decision when you're breaking up with someone because I totally understand. Leaves the door open for them to come back. It leaves the door open for them to come back. It leaves the door open for them to be like, well, if they're not sure, maybe they'll change their mind or maybe they'll realize that they didn't make the right decision and it should be me. Yeah. And I feel like that actually might be happening in this case because he flew all the way to Fiji And she seems to be thinking like, hmm, is this my second chance? Did I make the right decision? Like, she's still unsure. Yeah. I liked when he dropped, uh, I like your fit. (laughs) (laughs) I like your fit. Just the the way he said it. What an opening line from Aaron B. Good to see you. I like your fit. She's like, I need to take some time. He's like, oh, take as much time as you want, Charity. I like your fit, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was, it was actually very cute, like, you could, I'm sure he was, You could see how tired he was. Yeah, too. I'm sure he's exhausted. He's yeah. nervous. And when she's giving him like such a good response to showing up, he's like, take as much time as you need. Like, I'll be down by the beach. Like, you could just tell he's like, oh my God, like this, this might have been worth it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I actually don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know if she's going to take him back or not. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen. Do you We're- think Aaron B's connection could surpass Don and Joey's at this point, though? Because I think that's what it comes down to. Uh, I don't know. I don't know simply because Charity doesn't know. So if Charity doesn't know, how the fuck could any of us know, you know? Great point. You know? So um, I don't know what's going to happen. We're left on a cliffhanger, uh, which is great. I cannot wait. Um, but we'll see. And that 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 reps... Uh, that wraps that wraps the recap. Uh, make sure to subscribe if you're not already. We are dropping our interview with none other than Trista Sutter later this week. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. 
I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert. I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. It's time to hear her side of the story. Joe and Serena sit down for an intimate conversation with Maria Georges on Bachelor Happy Hour. I have to ask, I heard a rumor that you were dating at one point one of Drake's best friends. Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. Listen to Bachelor Happy Hour on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Bachelor Happy Hour. Listen now everywhere you listen to podcasts and don't miss part two Monday night.